Aloha! Welcome to the Hale o Nakaula podcast. We are based upcountry on the stunning island of Maui. If you have any questions or want to know more about us, you can always check us out at hokmaui.com. We would love to connect with you on social media throughout the week on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Today, our pastor, Daniel Oliveira, begins to explain why we celebrate the biblical feasts. If you dig into the New Testament, you will see many references to the feasts, as it describes how Jesus celebrated them. When we celebrate the feasts, we are not just celebrating something that happened in the past, we are anticipating a greater fulfillment of the scriptural promises in our generation. Amen. So we bless this word. I am excited about this word because to me, we have been taught for many, many years about the biblical feasts, right? And we are approaching tabernacles now, but we, we always have celebrated Passover, Pentecost, and tabernacles. But for me personally, each time I have to dig deeper to understand. And each time that you dig deeper, you will always find more of the treasure that's hidden. You know, but on the other hand, a lot of people do not still understand why we celebrate the biblical feast. Why go back to the Old Testament? A lot of people have been taught that it's like the Old Testament is the law, and the New Testament replaces the Old, because now we live by grace. Well, I'm sorry, I do not think like that. I think that the New Testament is the inclusion of us Gentiles, but it doesn't replace the Old. It's the New Covenant, a covenant that includes us, opens the door for us to be grafted in the covenant of God with his people. And then, if you dig deeper in the New Testament, you will see how many references are there to the Feast of Passover, to the Feast of Pentecost, and to the Feast of Tabernacles, and how Jesus was attending the temple and keeping and celebrating all these feasts. In the book of Hebrews, there's a deep explanation about the sacrifices of the high priest and the meaning that was all pointing to the coming of the Messiah. Then you tell me, well, I already know that. I know, maybe you do, but maybe some people don't. <laughs> right? So it is always a good reminder. You know, because to me, that's what I love, is I, when I dig deeper in the Word, you find treasures and you put dots together that make a lot of sense. For instance, Messiah. You know, Messiah is a concept of the Old Testament. And you can just use the word Messiah and say, oh yeah, I know he's talking about Jesus Christ. But you don't really understand what is the teaching and the foundation of what is the meaning of the Messiah. For example, the word Christ is Messiah. 
So when you say Jesus Christ, you're saying Jesus the Messiah. And if you would go back to the Hebrew, you would say Yeshua HaMashiach, right? I want to I wanna start here with a simple teaching of Paul to Timothy. Timothy was Paul's spiritual son, and Paul was writing to him saying, hey, this is what is really important because you're going to keep teaching all these Gentile churches. Right? Paul was the apostle to the Gentiles. So he was preparing his spiritual son how he would lead the Gentile churches. And do you want to know what he, was important for Paul? You, however, continuing the things that you have learned and become convinced of, knowing from whom you have learned them. Paul is telling Timothy, do not forget who you are. Do not forget where you came from. Do not forget everything that you have learned. And that from childhood, you have known the sacred writings. What is Paul talking about? He's talking about the Old Testament. Timothy, you know the Old Testament, and you're going to have to help these Gentiles to understand the Old Testament because they don't know it. It is important for you not to forget where you came from because you're going to have to keep teaching the sacred writings which are able to give you the wisdom that leads to salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. Are you guys getting this? Saying, Timothy, I will probably be gone soon. And I'm writing this letter to prepare you for when I'm not here. Because you're going to keep leading all these churches full of people that are coming from pagan traditions. And they have no clue of what's the meaning behind the sacred writings, the scriptures. But for them to understand salvation, for them to understand the Messiah, they're going to have to go back and dig deeper in everything that's hidden in the Old Testament. Without this deep understanding and a deep root in the sacred writings, it's going to be easy for them to go astray. So we look to understanding not of the law and traditions, but wisdom that leads to salvation. That's what Paul was trying to impart to Timothy. And then, look at this. Jesus, in John 5.39, says, You search the scriptures. He was talking to those around him, right? Who was around Jesus? His disciples, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, right? The Jews. So you search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. It is these that testify about me. 
testify about me. What are these? These are the Old Testament. The scriptures speak about the Messiah. The Talmud. Talmud is a compilation of Jewish thoughts and, and teachings. The Talmud says, all the prophets prophesied not but of the days of the Messiah. The world was not created but only for the Messiah. Even the Jews understand the Old Testament as all a preparation and everything is speaking about the coming of the Messiah. And Jesus was saying, you are reading and you're studying the scriptures looking for life, but they are talking about me. Everything in this book is speaking about me. But if you don't understand, or if you just think, oh, this is old, I don't need this, you will never understand the wealth and the richness of the provision that Jesus Christ is for us. I bless this because to me this is fascinating. Because I can continue with, uh, uh, in 1 Corinthians 13 it says, for we know in part and we prophesy in part. You know, and I, I can be happy with my partial understanding, my par partial knowledge, or I can be hungry to understand the whole vision, the whole provision, the whole richness that God has for us in the Word. Let's go to Luke 2.30-33. This is awesome. Because here, this is when Joseph and Mary brought Jesus to the temple as a little newborn to be dedicated. And you guys remember that it was uh, Zechariah, right? Simeon saw him and he says, For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light of revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. And his father and mother, Mary and Joseph, were amazed at the things which were being said about him. But you see here that Simeon had a revelation that Jesus was the, the Messiah. And he said, okay, now I can die. Now you can take me. I can depart now because now I have seen, I have seen the light of revelation to the Gentiles. The problem is that the Gentiles do not understand the scriptures. They were not raised like Timothy with the sacred writings. Messiah to be a light of revelation to the Gentiles. And then, just for the, the recording here, Isaiah 9, verse 2, Isaiah 42, verse 6, Isaiah 49, verse 6, 51, verse 4, 61 to 3, and then Matthew 4, 16, Acts 13, 47, and Acts 26, 23. Why is this important? Because 
the more I, I seek the understanding and I hunger for a, a deeper understanding of what is God's plan. In one sense, you can look at the Old Testament, it's like it's, everything is so natural. So, you know, Passover, you kill the lamb, you know, you go to Passover in Egypt, and then they kept sacrificing, and then Pentecost. And then we know that everything was pointing to what happened 2,000 years ago and the fulfillment. He said, I did not come to abolish the law. I came to fulfill the law. I am the fulfillment of everything that's there. I am the fulfillment of Passover. I am the fulfillment of Pentecost. I am the fulfillment of Tabernacles. The problem is that if I don't understand Passover, Pentecost, and Tabernacles, I don't understand what he is the fulfillment of. And when we celebrate the feast, we are, uh, no, we're not celebrating something that happened in the past. We are anticipating a greater fulfillment and experience in, in our, our generation. We are anticipating the days of the kingdom, the days of the return, the second coming of Jesus. Here's an example. Luke 24. And this is uh, the disciples after the crucifixion on the way to Emmaus. Luke 24, 25. And he said to them, O foolish men, O foolish men, it's low of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary for the Christ to suffer these things and to enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and with all the prophets, he explained to them the things concerning himself in all the scriptures. These were disciples, they were followers of Jesus, and they were confused because they were not connecting what was happening with the scriptures. And they were disappointed, they were walking away, and Jesus had to appear to them, and you guys know, remember this story, right? That he was talking to them, and they were walking, and then they asked him to stay with them, and then when he broke the bread, their eyes were opened. And then later, their hearts were burning. Because he was opening the scriptures for us to understand and to see him in all the writings. And that's what I, when I come to celebrate the feast, that's what I, I'm asking the Lord. Lord, open my eyes. <laughs> Show me, right? Beginning with Moses and with all the prophets, he explained to them the things concerning himself in all the scriptures. Look at this, another one, Luke 24, verse 44. Now he said to them, These are my words which I spoke to you while I was with you, that all things which are written about me in the law and the prophets 
and the Psalms must be fulfilled. And this is what is, for me, it is a delight. When you read something, and then the light goes on, like, look at this. This was written 3,000 years ago. And it was talking about Jesus. It was talking about something that was about to happen, and it still has a greater fulfillment, and will have a greater fulfillment in the future. But it is only through the Holy Spirit and the Lord speaking to us that he will be able to open that for us. And that's, Lord, we bless our anticipation for the celebration of the feast. That the words of the scriptures are going to open up to us. And we're going to have an even greater and deeper reverence and revelation about who Jesus, the Messiah, is for us. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. Lord, I want you to open my mind to understand the scriptures. You know, I don't want to have a limited vision. I don't want to have a, 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 a limited awareness of your plan. Because I need all of that to continue on. I need to know you. You know, like Moses said, show me your face. And he said, okay, I will. And a lot of times you're going to see my face and you're going to see me in the scriptures. And he said to them, thus it is written that the Christ, Messiah, would suffer and rise again from the dead the third day. And that repentance for forgiveness of sins would be proclaimed in his name to all the nations, beginning from Jerusalem. I'm blessed this because I really want to point this out. This is a Jewish Bible. It's called Tanakh, right? And when Jesus is saying here, which all these things that are written to me about me in the law of Moses, it's called Torah. We know that. And the prophets, it's called Nevi'im. And the Psalms and all the other books are called Ketuvim. So these are the acronym of the Moses, the prophets, and the writings, and the Psalms. So when he was saying this, he was referring to this. He was referring to the Tanakh, that is the Old Testament and the Jewish Bible. So why all of this? About a hundred years ago, all over the world, God, by the Holy Spirit, started opening this revelation about keeping the, the biblical feasts, maybe even before that. But probably around the outpourings that happened in the last century, a lot of people started getting this revelation. And we are the fruit of that, a fruit of this revelation. 
But I think that even though I was raised in a church keeping the peace, I still have so much to learn. And there is so much that we, we need to open our hearts because when we do that, the scriptures are going to have a even deeper importance and meaning for us. And so that's what, how we, we bless our preparation for this Feast of Tabernacles. And we're going to continue to teach about it. And we're going to continue to look to the Lord, asking Him, Lord, open the, my mind. Open my heart so that I can understand your word and your scriptures. Amen. Amen. Mahalo for listening to this message. If you are led to leave a rating and review, please feel free to do so. May God bless you.